Say it again. Yeah, we were talking about how tears, tears are prayers and how God, um, I believe that God catches all of our tears. It's like we're praying to him. It's cleansing and healing. Welcome back to the Christian Women Health Collective podcast. We are in the final week of December and this is the day after Christmas. Today's focus is on grief through the holiday. In this episode, you're going to see some really vulnerable confessions and tears and real life. And we just hope that you gain some hope and joy and maybe shed a few of your own tears through this episode. Here we go. Yeah. yeah. Very healing mm -hmm. to let all of those emotions out, you know? Yeah. Tyler reminded me after I got through crying today that God's bringing new family and sisterhood into my life. And he was talking about you three. Oh, I thought that was really special. You know, that, that's so interesting that you say that because um, my husband and I were praying through some stuff the other day and, and God just reminded me that like every time I felt alone, like he brought friends, women alongside me to pray with me and to be my friend. And he was just like, look, I've been watching out for you all these years, all these moves, every place that we've been, you know, I never felt settled really. And, and God was just showing me like, look at the friendships you've made, look at the women that I put in your life to support you. And I was just so overwhelmed with his goodness and mercy. And just like, he knows he sees when we're alone and feeling alone, you know, and when we need somebody and we need support and like things are so hard in the world right now. And, um, you know, people's eyes are opening and things are emotional and it's, it's also the holidays time of year. Like things just, some things are hard and some things are amazing and it's okay to be emotional and cry over everything. And, um, I think having the support of women like you has been incredible in my own life. Like I just, I look forward to these calls and podcasts every week yeah. because we can't wait to talk with you and hear how things are going. And then we have these amazing conversations and I feel so encouraged. And so I hope that all the women listening are feeling encouraged today too. Even through too. all of the stress and all the tears, no matter how many times you cried today, like God sees. Yeah. Oh, and I've cried twice today, Brie. <laughs> I cried this morning when Tyler and I were doing our Bible study because we're reading the, the 31 verses of Proverbs for the month of December. And um, so we were reading this morning, we're behind. So we were reading this morning about, um, it was Proverbs five and six and um, him talking about, you know, not laying with another woman, another man's woman and respecting your wife and finding your wife and that being your person for your life. And I told Tyler, I, I get salvation. I get what that means because I didn't live a holy life before I really came to Jesus. And um, so when I cry today, I cry these huge tears of joy and redemption because I get to know what true salvation feels like having had this past life and knowing what a godly life looks like. And I told my husband that, um, in all in, and I don't know what the journey is for any of the women that watch this podcast, but if you are new, I am a recovering alcoholic and I lived a, a ridiculously sinful life. 
And um, while I did not actually cheat on a husband, I definitely had wandering eyes and definitely was not faithful in a committed relationship when I wasn't married. And ever since I met my husband and opened my eyes to Christ, I have never looked at another person with any type of lustful eye. And you guys, that is a true gift of redemption and a true gift of salvation. And I know we're supposed to be talking about grief around the holidays, but for me, I get to live happy through the holidays, even when things are hard, even when I'm watching my mom die, even when, you know, my daughter doesn't want to come see me. I get to live with peace and joy in my heart because I'm truly saved. I'm truly saved. And there's no better feeling in the world, even when times are as hard as they are, than to know that Jesus is standing by my side and loving me right where I'm at. So there's a bit of personal story for you. (laughs) That is amazing. A little bit of confession for you because that's, you know what that makes me think of? Yeah, it's it's, that's a huge gift. I was uh, listening to Ephesians this morning and, um, Paul says, when you're saved, like you're sealed with the Holy Spirit and clothed in the righteousness of God, which is just mind boggling. And like, I love the idea of being like those sinful clothes, those dirty clothes are gone. And now Mm -hmm. we're clothed in the righteousness of God, because what Jesus did for us, like we have beautiful robes. We're part of God's family and his kingdom, Mm -hmm. you know, which is just like, we've been adopted into his family. We're no longer orphans and slaves to sin like we're part of his family we're you know the brothers and sisters of jesus like he's adopted us as sons and daughters which is shocking to think about like jesus sacrifice allows us to be sons and daughters of god and be clothed in his righteousness which is just like wow i don't know i was just thinking about that so much today was just like it's amazing yes we have new garments we're new we're made new it is. And your story is just like the perfect example of that. Like we're made new. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. So much to be thankful for, right? Oh my goodness. Like, yeah, it's, it's ridiculous. And our pastor was saying in a service the other day about how he was preaching about how um, his, our midweek service right now is in the book of Samuel. And he was preaching about how um Oh my goodness. I can't remember now. Oh, Saul was this really, uh, I can't remember. Anyway, it was about, you know, looking at someone who had this really bad history, this really bad past, but God chose him and people from his past couldn't see who he was now that he was chosen. And that's how I feel. I feel like anybody from my past can't see the person they can only see me as the person I was in the past and not this beautiful gift of God that I am today. And I'm okay with that. I truly am. I still get to live a Christ-like life as best as possible and walk in the path that I'm walking in. But you know, it hurts my heart that people can't look at me and see who I am today. They can only see who I used to be. But that's that's part of it, right? Like that's what I, I made my bed. I have to lie in it. I get to just choose to be a different person today and wear new garments and the people that know me today get to know me who I am today and I'm really grateful for that because my husband's never seen me drink 
and I'm really grateful for that. He would not be my husband today, had he. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, yeah, true gift from God. Salvation is the biggest gift. Is beautiful. And since this podcast is being, you know, published the day after Christmas, thanks be to God for bringing Christ into our world. We know it probably wasn't yesterday, but yesterday. We celebrated yesterday. We celebrate it. Yeah. Anyway, so this And Leanne, I think that is a gift. Just because you think about, I mean, me as you know, my story is totally different. Mine is grief, but people will never look at me the same. I will never be the same. Um, and losing, I will say 90, I've lost a lot of friends. It's not so much that they're lost as we have nothing in common They're We're totally different. Um, and I, re- I have to remind myself though, that the gift that I have been given is the love of Jesus and is of knowing him. And I think my prayer is just that I will be a light that others will, will want to see. And, you know, and the Bible even tells us that those that you don't need will, they'll go away and he will bring and fulfill with, with new beginnings in your life. And I think that's what the collective is, you know, um, and you're talking about Psalms, like the Lord is the refuge for the oppressed people, um, somewhere in says that in Psalms about, you know, in the times of trouble. And, um, I just, I hold close to that thinking, you know, in times of trouble, there's reasons that he brings new people in and new fresh. And I think, you know, whether it's grief or a change in your life, I just think that's, that's what we're here for. That's what we need. That's what he does. And, um, he catches our tears and he cleanses the old and gives us new, you know, new friends, new beginnings. Um, and I'm so thankful that he does that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's really, it's really a gift that we can have that grace and, you know, let go of where we were. And, you know, I think it's easy to be stuck right where we are. And it's very hard to go for it. It's hard to quit an addiction. It's hard to meddle through grief. It's hard to um, not lose children to grief, but to lose children through other trying times or lose family and friends through other things that we go through. But I just feel like when we hold close to him and we really do lay it to him and use his words to find growth and wisdom from that there is beauty from those ashes somewhere in time. And we may not even see it. We may not even get to see what that beauty is, but I just, I just know that it's there, you know? I know that it's there. And I think that's, that's worth looking forward to. That's the best Christmas gift ever. Yeah. Be the light. We have to be the light. So if you're somebody listening, I think sometimes um, people have words to share or things to write. Um, They have things that they make, they have things that they do. And it is truly a gift from God. And, you know, you know, that in your heart, we know that in our hearts and, Um, he gives us what we need, but yet there's so much, um, you know, just, um, hate on what we do or, um, imposter syndrome, or it's not good enough, but if he has given you the idea, if he has put in the words in your heart, then it is good enough. And so I just encourage, want to encourage, um, those that are listening to share and just to spread that light that he has put it within you because it's there for a reason and somebody needs your gift. It just makes me think about all the different things that we go through through our life that have created us the way that we are, right? All the things that happened and and whatnot, good or bad, and, and you know, made us who we are. And he's 
shaped and molded us the way that we're supposed to be and we're works in progress. <laughs> I know I am. <laughs> oh yeah. A lot. Yeah. Thankfully so, right? Can you imagine being stuck in the same and there are people like I've met people and they still talk about high school and the people from high school and all the memories from high school. And you know, like you said, Leanne, that's what they will always remember everybody by. But how great is it to see somebody as the person that they are today, knowing that God forgave us and redeemed us and the grace that we have and then we can be new again it is there's no better feeling in the world there's no better feeling in the world and when Tyler and I were talking this morning we even talked about um it's so funny in this podcast I really wanted to talk about my mother and here I am talking about my addiction but my husband and I were talking about how through coming to the foot of the cross through turning my life over to God through following Jesus and not just saying, I believe in Christ, I have had no addictive tendencies. I don't have any cravings for any of the things that I was addicted to prior to that, that moment in my life. It truly lifted every addiction or addictive feeling that I had, whether it was, um, you know, alcohol or cigarettes or foods, which were my three primaries, I would say. Uh, Fortunately, I never tried drugs, but, um, you know, that relationships, my therapist told me long before I met Tyler, but well into my sobriety that, you know, I had an addiction to love that, you know, I needed to be in a relationship all the time. I didn't know how to be single. Um, All of that gone, all of that gone. And to be able to look at my husband seven years almost eight years into our time together and still love him more every day is a whole new take on life for me god has just given me the heart that i think we were supposed the heart that i was born with without the taintedness of an addiction led life um there's no better gift other than having never been addicted, but that that's not an option. So there's no better gift that I could ask for. And so when I grieve today, I grieve in glory, if that makes any sense at all, because I know that there's so much more on the other side of this life and I get to be at peace. And so yeah, there are hard things going on right now. I can't go visit my mother. I can't see my daughter for the holiday. Um, but I get to shed tears in glory. And I get to walk through pain knowing that the other side is going to be better. So I feel like I feel like that's part of his gift is that renewing, you know? I feel like when we, when we tell him our hurts and we tell him what we're grieving or what we want to resist our addictions and when we can truly take it, ask him to take it because we hold it so close, right? It's so special. Mm -hmm. Um, Even if it's a sin, the addiction, um, I feel like it's just such a gift when he takes it more so what we get back from it is the gift not that we did it but what he does for us like just to see that um 
And I think about that with the grief too, because I think about the people that are stuck in grief for 30 years or, you know, longer, and they're still in the same chair, holding the same picture with the same, you know, I just, because I've done it. Um, But I also think there's something beautiful when you can say, is this really where I'm supposed to be? And ask God, what is it that you want for me? And lay down to him those worries and to see where he will take you. Because obviously you see it and we've all seen it. And um, it's just not an easy journey though. It's very, it's very tough, but people don't have to do it alone, right? Because we have the collective and people will pray with you and pray for you. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, I think the first step though is asking and just admitting to yourself what it is that you would like to change. You don't have to have answers, but just knowing this is something that I want to change in my life. Bree, you and Sherry are really quiet. (laughs) (laughs) Anything on grief that you two would like to share or change or? No, I think it's just always an evolving process, but I think that um, God wants us to keep moving forward we're not supposed to stay stuck in the past. And so um, no matter the hurts of the past and the pain and all of those things, God uses that to mold our character. And um, I guess, you know, that's what makes us disciples of Jesus, right? Is walking through those hard things with him and coming out on the other side. And we know we have that confidence that we can do that because he walks beside us. So, no. Yeah. I think there's something beautiful in that, that we're never going to be the same as we were yesterday. And um, that's a good thing. And I think when I think of grief, I do, I drop back to my mother as well. And it's, um, I, I was blessed in that I got to go and take care of her and take care of her for about two months, you know, while she fought brain cancer. And um, it was a true gift and there were different things that happened where we saw, you know, God uh, in that and, and helping her and, and it was, you know, getting up, having to get up at three o'clock in the morning. I had my alarm set. I still have my alarm set. I, I can't delete it. It just like is a reminder. I don't get up. It doesn't go off, but it's just a reminder that, you know, that I did that and you know, I'd get up at three in the morning and help her go to the bathroom and then pray with her. And then we'd both go back to sleep. And, and that was very special because um, we never prayed together. I wasn't brought up in the church. So, you know, and she actually, um, I have her notes from, you know, when she would watch church online, she would watch the same church that I watched that I went to and so um, she would write her notes and one day I flipped I I had that book of notes and I had the scriptures and I had the date and everything and I flipped it open one day and it said I was saved and I was like wow I mean because we we did her friend did walk her through the prayer before you know when she went into the hospital but the fact that I saw that before you know you know, later and whatnot. So I, you know, I, I, I get to hold on to the memories of taking care of her um, through all of that. And it was the hardest thing and it was the best thing that I ever did. Um, 
And if you're going through anything like that, where you are taking care of a parent or a loved one, um, what I tell everybody, you know, when they have somebody that's going through something like that is no regrets, have no regrets, you know, spend as much time as you can, because uh, you don't know. And that's just day to day also, you know, whether somebody is, you know, going through a health issue or whatnot, but I at least have that, you know, to hold on to that I will see her again. And we will be dancing in heaven together. So. Yeah. And now I've cried for the first time today. Thank you. Grief <laughs> <laughs> yeah. is um, a hard one. I just, I just hope people do it because I think we talk a lot about health here and we talk a lot about nutrition and we talk a lot about cellular, you know, activity and holding grief in is probably one of the hardest things on our body, the hardest things on our heart. Um, and it is okay to get it out because God is catching those tears and it is prayer and he knows our heart. We don't have to say anything. And so I just think when we pray, he cries. I mean, when we cry, he cries with us. And um, if we look to the worldly views, you know, and some people that it just breaks my heart for people to say, don't do that or don't cry or can you stop? And I just, I, I just don't want you to listen to that. I, we need to get those tears out, get that burden out and release it and just cry out to him, cry out to him in those tears because he has taken it from you. And that is, that is a way to heal. That is your, your healing journey. It's your right. So we need that. I think for the health perspective, a lot of people will use grief as an excuse to choose an unhealthy lifestyle too. Mm. You know, emotional eating is huge. Just, uh, you know, sitting in, th this was my go-to anytime I was sad. I would eat emotionally. I would sit in front of a television. I would do nothing and I would completely veg out. Um, and just giving up on life is, shouldn't be the answer today because we're not put here to give up. We're put here to live life to the fullest. And um, if there's one thing that I hope that you take away from this video, it's the vulnerability that we've all been able to share with you about some personal parts of our life that have brought us to the foot of the cross and given us this glorious group. Um, and while health is our main focus, Christ is who came, who brought us together and what better day and way to share our um, our joy and who he is and how he brought us together than to do it today of all days, the day after Christmas and with a little bit of shared grief and how we deal with it. And we deal with it through Christ and through our faith. And we just hope that whether you believe or not, that by the end of this podcast, you're feeling some hope and some joy. And if you're walking through a grieving state right now, we hope that you are at least smiling a little bit, knowing that you've got us in your corner and God by your side. Yeah. And with yeah. that, I will let you know that we are running a sale for our membership, which will be opened up, which is opened up right now. And um, I will put the link below for you to sign up if you'd like to join this blubbering group of women for some <laughs> incredible future health tips, trips tricks and tools and Julie I just saw your finger go up yes ma'am yes I wanted to tell to the listeners that in February 
um, I will be doing a, a 21 day biology of trauma uh, with some somatic therapy. And so when you do sign up, if you get on the wait list, you'll have an opportunity to be a part of that. So if you're a griever or know somebody who is, you know, going through grief or some kind of trauma, then those are the things that we're going to be looking at is how your body feels and then how to recognize those feelings, which I think are very important. So um, please jump on the wait list and be a part of the collective. I would love to share that with you. Fantastic. We also have a freebie on our website if you want to sign up for that also under free stuff. It's 25, I'm sorry, not 25. It's um, no, it's just a download. Verses for the grieving help you through your grief. Yes. Verses to help you through your grief that are already um, printed out for you that you can read and be encouraged by every day. Be comforted. So definitely go. Yes. Go get those the also. link can be dropped below too. Yeah, I'll put the link below for that as well in the show notes. And until then, we will see you next time. Bye, everybody.